BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Welcome back to Straight Up with Stassi. Okay, guys, it's time to pour it out. Dracarys, bitches. Haven't said that in a while. Um, Welcome to the show, you guys. It is our Pour It Out episode. And I am here with my COO, my COO, Low French. Hi. Y'all. We're tired. We literally just got off the airplane. That's why I look the way that I look Same. right now. Don't judge. No, there's you, you don't you dare judge. Don't you dare. Um, that's why I look like that. Yeah. Uh, we just got off the plane. We I have not even seen my daughter yet. Yeah. That's how committed we are to our jobs. You're welcome. <laughs> no, like that's how committed we are. <laughs> I we have been touring. We just got back from uh, Dallas and flew all day long. And got off the plane, got into our car, and we're like, you know what? This is literally the only time that we can record this podcast before next next week. one. Because we're leaving for our next leg of the tour Monday. So, like, I get Saturday and Sunday with Hartford, and Monday I got to get all the things done to, like, get on the red eye. So this was the only time we could do the episode. So I have not seen my daughter yet, all because... Honestly, this is for Patreon people. It's true. I because otherwise you could do audio. Otherwise, I would have done the audio on yeah. tour. Mm-hmm. We would have we would have recorded recorded this podcast on tour. But because the Patreon peeps have the uh, the ability to have the video version of this, mm-hmm. I I just said, you know what, we got to do screw it. Screw my kid. You know, screw quality time with my kid. I will say no, you're I'm you're very good about like. Making sure that whatever you promise, you deliver on, especially with Patreon. No, you always do that. You're like, no, we have to. Like, this is something that they subscribe to. Like, they're well, important. We have to give them what we say we're going to give them. When I tell you that, what, last week when Bo and I didn't do the video version because there was I no couldn't. time. Yeah. That, I still think about that daily. I know. I still think about it daily. Like, we, but, oh, I made up for it. You guys. Oh. <laughs> oh my God, I made up for it because I felt so bad. Again, like it, what I, I really do feel that way. Yeah. People are subscribing to this, you know, the Patreon version, the good, the bad, the baby, and prescribing to the Patreon version for Straight Up with Stassi. And I've said what I'm going to deliver. And because it's like people's hard earned fucking money, like I have to deliver on every single one of those things. I don't care if I'm on my deathbed. Like I, we have to make it happen. Yeah. So the fact that uh, for the good, the bad, the baby, we didn't have the video portion last week, I've thought about it every fucking day since. How guilty like i'm the guilt is eating me up so to make up for it while i was on tour <laughs> i filmed for like an hour and a half 45 minutes and i felt like it was longer than that it was only 45 minutes yeah okay 45 minutes it was long a get ready with me 
So like I, I filmed my makeup, my tour makeup routine, all of that. I'm like, I'm going to commit so that I could give the Patreon, the good, the bad, the baby Patreon subscribers something to make up for the fact that we weren't able to film. Yeah. But you know how get ready with me's are like 30 seconds of just like, while you're doing your mascara, you're telling a story. No, this was like video keeps running (laughs) the whole thing. And honestly, I don't know how people do these get ready with me's and like cut them down because I tried. Do you know how hard it was, though, for us to even transfer the files? Like, it took Lo and I days, Mm -hmm. different Wi-Fis, connecting to different hotels, trying different different alternatives. Airdrop, shared iCloud albums, Dropbox. Dropbox. We tried everything to get them onto her phone, but the files were too large. That, like, how... Do people do these little TikToks and these reels and post them the day of? It takes so long. I think that what they do is literally record like 10 seconds of the step and then turn it off and then do the rest of the thing. Record another 10 seconds, turn it off. And okay. it's like, it just looks like they're doing it. Okay, you know what I th- you know what I think is interesting about that is that I'm incapable of it because I came from the land of reality TV Fair. where you film everything. You film it the whole way through and then you cut it down to the most entertaining moments. Yeah. You don't just like start and stop, start and stop. So, if I would have came of age in the time of TikTok, mm-hmm. maybe I would be someone who would know how to just start and stop. And get all the points in that you need to get while you're recording. Right. I don't work that way because I was taught that you <laughs> film the whole, thing. the whole thing and then you cut it down so that not to bore people. And there are some funny moments in there. There is. But what can people look forward to? Your neck looking dead. Yeah, my neck. Yeah, the color definitely made me look dead. Um, um, I tried a new like contouring bronzer that that didn't work Taylor thought made me look insane I personally liked it it looks like a bruise for the stage sure for the stage bruises bruise a a purple contour is fine (laughs) (laughs) all the people who ask exactly what products they'll get all of those all of them you guys I did the whole thing I I showed I showed the camera and I pointed and I did that like you know the tap thing where it goes like this where it's like now I'm going to use this color. <laughs> and I'm like, it's A31. I don't know. It's an old one, but I'm just going to, yep. I'm going to dab this one in the in the corner. I like did full, I was a full blown influencer. Good and, job. Thank you. You know, I'd like to like keep doing it and making that content for people, especially the Patreon subscribers. Yeah. But how does anyone have the time? We're just going to have to teach you how to do it shorter. Okay. Shorter clips. Maybe it's like, do we need to hire somebody else? To edit them? To edit them. While we're on tour, maybe. Because you don't have the time. (laughs) You know, I feel like this is a good good time and a good opportunity to just like really shine a light on all of your your skills. Oh, thanks. Because you guys, I don't think anyone like truly realizes like what goes into a podcast tour. And not every tour, because a lot of people who podcast tour, which like, I honestly, sometimes I wish I did this. (laughs) They go on stage and they have, yeah, they just like have their computer and their podcasting equipment and they actually like record a podcast. Right. And that, think of all the money that they're like, they're making because they don't have to like put money into to the show. So I'm like, they actually are really smart. Like pe- podcasters who do it like that are like really, really smart. They are smart. But you have something about like putting on a show. So there's something <laughs> that like, I think it's because I was a theater kid. Probably. I was president of the drama club, you guys. I won most talented in my senior class. Of course you Because did. I played Gypsy Rose Lee. You Who's know? Gypsy Rose Lee. You know the Broadway show Gypsy? 
I've heard of it. I haven't I haven't seen it. It's a great one. Wow. Do we have any footage of that? You know what kills me is that when I was I did. I did have it. And when I was in college, one of my guy friends was like, can I please borrow this? Because I need to show my show my fraternity brothers. And I let him borrow. And I was like, listen, if you borrow this, you have to give it back. Like one day I'm going to want this footage. I'm going to want to show my children. Oh, no. And he never gave it back. (gasps) And I still like have his number. And I wonder if it's the same number. But like he wouldn't have it. Let's call him. It was like 10 years ago. I don't care. Let's call him. Be like, hey, whatever happened Tyler. to that? Wait, hold on. Tyler. Shout out Tyler Ingram. <laughs> I'm calling you out. Your Guys, last name. Khaleesi's. Go get it. Go get him. Go get it. Do you still have my gypsy footage? Because if you do, I will put the whole fucking thing on Patreon. Wow. So people go after him. I swear. Oh I need to get it back. Tyler Ingram. I'm pretty sure he still lives in California. Hopefully. Wild. Yeah. Anyway. Why did I, oh yeah. So because of my theater, my yeah, my 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 teenage years in the theater, I you feel like that's why I have to like make this podcast tour more of a show. Yeah, when we started, we were like, oh, it's just going to be like intimate, like scaled back. Literally, that's like, what we said. It'll just be like fun and like simple. Nope, no, not at all, you guys. Like <laughs> I, this show is so much better than even the one we did before, which is crazy. It's so crazy. We had the whole set. I and know. Everything. I like, had a whole giant set before, but I think that we relied too much on the set mm. and not enough on like entertaining people. Right. On like really like focusing and like providing good content. Mm-hmm. Like I relied on the magic of a set, and so this time around, we like have I, you guys, I've put my heart and soul into this. So is Taylor. So has Bo. And now so has Lo. Like we've put our heart and soul into this. And I'm so proud of it. And everyone who who comes to the show and and has seen the one that we did three, four years ago is like, holy shit. Like this was so amazing. This was so much better than the last one. Like I don't remember laughing this hard in the last one. Like this was so funny. Which is the best compliment. Truly the best thing that you could say to me. But I feel like. I, I don't know how to explain just how much you do. Like, you, you already help in, like, every single, like, move of my career and, like, what I do on a day-to-day basis. But now you are, like, a theater technician. <laughs> like, you guys, she has a giant binder. Yes. What is it called? It's a Bible. It's a Bible for the show. <laughs> it's a video Bible. And she is in control of, like, the lights, the when certain things happen, but like not just like the technical parts of our show. She's also have to deal she's also has to deal with scheduling and deal with the entire crew and all of the people at the theaters. And if anything goes wrong, it's up to her. Like she has to do everything. And you are doing such a fucking phenomenal job. Thank you. It's insane how you just you're somebody who's just good at everything. I take that as a compliment. Thank you. I feel like I've actually kind of been that way my whole life. Really? Like I pick up on things pretty fast. If someone shows me how to do something, usually I know how to do it. Unless it's something that takes like serious talent. I mean. Like some sport. I would would say that what you're doing right now takes talent. Like there are people who their careers are this. I know. It's crazy. It's actually been a really cool like learning experience because I feel like after college, like you don't necessarily learn new skill sets a lot especially if you like choose one career route and go with it yeah but doing this tour with you guys this time around I've had to like learn a whole new language with all of these lighting and audio cues and what different backwashes are called and everything um and just like how this industry works is so crazy 
I kind of feel cool. bad. I feel bad for like people who like are working in the theater because I feel like you're taking their jobs. Like Sorry. when I think about the last <laughs> tour, we traveled with like a crew of mm-hmm. like four, sometimes five people. Yeah. And now looking back on it, I'm like Lowe's doing besides like the like putting up the set because like, they would have to put up the set every sh- like right. venue we got to. So besides that, like that's something that you couldn't do. But like you're doing everything that all of them did. Well, so you had a crew who came in and they ran your whole show. So they were doing the lights, the sound and everything. I'm coming in and I'm delegating to the people who work at the venue, the lighting guy. I'm saying, okay, here's what we want at each moment. The sound guy, here's what we want at each moment. Um, So it's a similar thing, but yeah, not quite as involved as the other crew. The, The thing I think we've learned is like, you can do it two ways. Yeah. And one way is much less expensive. One, Yeah, that's what it's all about, you <laughs> guys. This other. time, I'm like, I'd like to make the most amount of money from this store as possible. I had so many sources of income back in 2019 <laughs> yeah. that I, like, didn't really care about how much I made from the tour. Right. I was like, whatever, this is just so much fun. I want it to just be a grand show. I don't care what it costs now. I have a family. I have a baby on the way. I don't have as many sources of income. Right. Like, I care more about how much I'm making. It's important. So I'm like, I have to cut costs where I can. Like, so low. I need you to do (laughs) Do everything. everything. (laughs) But no, you're so much more involved in your business now, too, though, than you were then. Like, then you were like, hey, I want to do this. And people were like, okay, here's how. And you just kind of said, okay. And now it's like, well, what are the different ways we can do it? What do I want to do? What makes the most sense? Yeah. You're a boss. I am a boss. And see, you have to become, when when you get fired from all your jobs, the you only route that you can take is the boss route. Yeah, true. <laughs> There's no other route, but no look, other way to go. It's working. Yeah. No. And it feels good because yeah. I feel like in control of my life, mm-hmm. you know, like it would take a lot to like knock me down yeah again also selfishly back then i really wanted to go on tour with you guys so i'm like living that out so now. you're living it yeah i'm so glad i'm so happy for you you know the 3 a.m wake up calls i'm cursing you but like the rest of it's fun i mean listen <laughs> i'm not the one who chose the route that's true so the 3 a.m wake up calls are not my fault true <laughs> i blame my agent <laughs> I didn't choose to have like this city right after this city. I know. I would have organized it a little better. I would have said, hey, maybe. No, we can't have days off because I need Hartford. No, can- we've already learned a lot. Yeah. And can I just say, <laughs> the? I don't know how what, like working parents and like there are so many people who have kids who don't have the luxury of spent like they have to go back to work mm-hmm. like right after they have kids. And uh, I don't know how they live like that. Like, mm-hmm. I don't like, I appreciate, like I have so much fucking respect for working parents. And yes, I have been a working parent since I became a parent, but I work from home for the most part. This is the first time I'm ex- having to experience being away from Hartford and it hurts. So I'll literally, Oh my God, I'll cry. Don't like cry. it hurts so much. It yeah. like, it hurts. I physically feel it. Like the fact that I haven't seen Hartford yet, I'm in my fucking house and I haven't seen her yet. It's like I physically feel the pain. And I'm like, now I know exactly what it's like for a working parent who has to leave the house and go to work and not be with their kid during the day. And it's excruciating. Well, and you're even you're lucky again, even with that, because she's with your mom. Totally. And with yeah. a really trusted caretaker, Sonia, there are some people who have to go to kids have to go to daycare or like places where they might 
you know, not necessarily want to send them when they could send them with a family member. Totally. So, no, it's but like, yeah, it's that's that, tough. God, it, it, it's so tough. And like, I feel the mom guilt is so real. Mm-hmm. Just like being away from her where I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? Like when I'm not on stage, I'm literally like, what the fuck am I doing? I'm not with my kid. I'm like in this hotel room, like watching a TV show, doing my makeup to get ready to go on stage. Like, what am I, what am I doing? I'm not with my kid. I'm not with my kid, but I'm making money to for her. take care of my kid. Like I'm, I have to do this thing. This is how I, I make a living. So like it's, but it's a mind fuck. And I, I just, I understand mom guilt and I, I understand working parents in a whole new way now because it is so hard. Like it really is. And I just keep telling myself, this is just like for a few months, this will all be over at the end of June. And I'm enjoying every second of it. I'm, I'm, I love touring. I fucking love it. I wish I could do it all the time, Mm -hmm. but like, I'm, I'm just trying to remind myself, okay, like you only have these few months to tour and experience this. And then when it's over, you are going to be like <laughs> two days away from giving birth. Yeah, like full mom. You're going to be at home with Hartford every fucking day. Then you're going to have another baby. You're going to be home with both the babies every fucking day. So like, just enjoy it while you can. So I'm trying to just, in- t- I'm trying to tell myself that. Yeah. But- Do you think it would be easier if she were older? I don't know because I don't know what it's like to have an older kid. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm experiencing her ages for the first time. I guess if she was older too, she would be able to say like, wait, don't go. Oh, I want you to stay. oh my that, God. So that might actually be harder now that I'm thinking totally. about it. Well, now I'm thinking about because, you know, we all of us love touring. Mm-hmm. So we're like, we want to do it again next year. Like whether that's in like the UK or in Australia, because, you know, Vanderpump Rules was big there and yeah. all that stuff. Like there's an and a lot of my listeners are there. Or whether it's just different parts of the country that we haven't been able to go to. But I'm like, I can't leave two babies at home. They would have to come with me. I want them to come. But then that's so expensive that it's like, is it even worth touring? Because you're spending so much to have your babies with you. That's extra hotel rooms. That's you have to bring a nanny or your mom or like somebody with Mm -hmm. you. Like, it's just, it's a lot. So it's working parents, man. Something to think about. It's... Yeah, we'll I figure know. that out. Anyway, so that was a that was a good little a good little catch up. Um, I feel like we should get into it. I've listened to a bunch of y'all's questions, and there are some good ones. So why don't we play the first question? Also, right. you guys on tour, we're doing a pour it out portion. Oh, it's so fun. Where people from the audience are texting a number that we bought mm-hmm. before the show. So like we're backstage. Reading everyone's text messages, getting the funniest questions, and then we ask whoever's in the audience to stand up. Like sometimes they do stand up and get involved, and other times, like they're too embarrassed, I guess, and just don't want to show themselves. But well, some of the questions are very revealing. I know, I know, <laughs> like, but like that's like honestly, it's my favorite part of the show. Mm-hmm. That is my favorite part of the tours. Like is is that moment. Um, but yeah, just thought I would just like share that tidbit. Yeah. If you go on tour, you can text the same number that you call, which yeah. is, do you know it? 844-666-SUWS. Boom. Also, if you'd like to be um, featured on the next Poured Out episode, you can call and leave a voicemail and I hopefully it'll be a good one and I'll pick it. Um, but yeah. Okay. First question. Hi, Saucy. This, um, I just want to start out by saying that I'm so proud of you and I've been watching you for a while. 
but um, I have been going back and forth about breast reduction, and I know this is a TMI topic, so if you don't want to talk about it, then totally don't, <laughs> but I remember you talking about it on Vanderpump um, quite a while ago, and I am just so done with not feeling comfortable in my clothes, and I can't even find a swimsuit that fits me, and so I just wanted to hear, like, your thoughts about it, what you think, um, and, like, how your recovery was, and if you, like, suggest it for people. All right, well, thank you. Goodbye. All right. The breast reduction mm-hmm. question. Um, I get so many poured out questions about this. Yeah. And I always think like, well, I don't feel like everyone will be able to relate to it. So I'm not going to choose choose the breast reduction question. But they keep coming in. And I feel like, you know, I guess it's been a while since I've discussed the breast reduction that maybe everyone needs a refresher. Yeah. Give it to them. The breast reduction also slash lift. I got both, you guys. Not just a reduction, but also a lift. Best fucking decision I ever made for my body ever. Mm -hmm. You guys, if you are somebody who is considering it, I have never met one person who's had a breast reduction who said, I regret doing that. Not one. Yeah. Not one. I've never seen one comment one message. I've never met anyone who did. It's like when you, um, it's like people who have babies. What do you mean? Where I'm like, people are like, I, like no one ever regrets having their baby. You know what I mean? <laughs> like no one ever looks at their baby and is like, I wish I didn't have you. I would hope not. But you know, it's like, that's how I feel about breast reductions. Okay. Breast reductions are like babies. <laughs> They bring so much. Them. They bring. They're scary, right? And it's a big life change. <laughs> this, is, this just went such a weird direction. But, but they bring so much joy. So much joy. All right, let me go through the cons first, okay? Because there's way more pros. Um, okay, there's literally one con. That's okay. it, and that is that. When you have a, I'm not sure if the scars are from the lift or the reduction, but either way, most people who get a reduction get a lift. You, I think so too. Yeah, you you it's not like yeah, I guess maybe you could do one or the other, but why would you? You're already in there. Right. Why not also lift them? Yeah. Um the only con is that you get these anchor scars that go from your nipple down and then like an anchor all underneath and to the sides, which for me, I did not give a fuck. Yeah. Like I don't care. I'm not one of those people that is like, but I want my boobs to look perfect like for what I'm not I for what no like that didn't make a difference to me but I understand that some people they might have a thing with scars Mm -hmm. and that might make them feel uncomfortable so that let me just warn you is the only I think downside to a breast reduction lift but you guys, they raised your nipple like seven inches. They raised your nipple. My nipples were raised seven inches. So besides not having heavy boobs anymore, besides feeling like I could wear a million times more things mm-hmm. like clothing, like fit. So d- the way that you dream about your clothing fitting that's what happens when you get the breast reduction. So like besides all of that, they also lift your nipples if you want to. So like my nipples used to completely point down. And now no matter what, however, like my weight fluctuates, I've had 
one baby, I'm pregnant with my second. So my boobs have done all sorts of stretching, expanding, and then going smaller again and being tugged on from breastfeed, just like all the things, no matter what, even when I like got to like my lowest weight after Hartford when you had pancakes and I had pancakes, small boobs, and it made me sad. And there was like zero mass or volume in there. Yeah. I still had the perkiest nipples that were up here. So like Great. I still felt attractive. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, I can't say enough about it and the recovery time y'all first of all maybe like don't do as I do but like they say like, don't drink don't move around all that <laughs> I'll never forget I got my breast reduction Sheena Manina one of my like childhood friends came flew in for it so she could like take care of me and Katie and Kristen came to um to the office and then came over after. So like they threw like this like girly party. They made like wine jello shots. They made like fun cocktails, ordered food. I had those jello shots and those cocktails. So like they say don't drink. I did. Right. They say like don't do things for like a month. I did. I was filming Vanderpump Rules interviews. I think like a week later. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I was wearing a dress like not for like an ex. You're supposed to wear the the sports bra thing the sports bra but for just like two hours out of the day yeah like I would just wear my dress like it it was you made it I made it work I think everyone's bodies are different you know maybe my body's just meant for surgery and alcohol I think so I think that's (laughs) what it is um my mom actually just got one earlier this year how does she feel it's life-changing for her it really is like because she had back pain and everything and her I've been telling her for years to do it and her biggest red flag was like, what is the cost going to be? You know, because not a lot of people have extra money to spend on that. Right. Um, She went to her doctor and told them about her back pain. She went to physical therapy and then her insurance paid for it. Amazing. So like if you feel like you want to go do that, but you're scared because of the costs, like there are ways to do it. If you can prove that like your giant boobs are like actually causing you pain or discomfort or whatever. That's incredible. And you guys like I, you know, I recently saw a before photo. So I didn't know my doctor has it on. Yeah, my doctor has it on the website. Like my face isn't attached to it. So no one would know. Like you've showed me one before where it was like one was done and the other one wasn't. Oh, yeah. It's my favorite photo ever. It's really fucking scary. My doctor took a photo of my surgery halfway through with one boob done and the other not. Terrifying. It's it's terrifying. Wild. Frankenstein. No, it's wild. It is Frankenstein. But recently before I got pregnant. And I was feeling like insecure about the fact that my boobs were so pancakey after Hartford. Yeah. I was like, I've been, I had been contemplating getting small implants. And so me and Bo went and looked at my doctor's website and we we're like, let's just see like what other boobs would look like. Like, I don't know. And all of a sudden we were on one photo and I'm like, <sighs> who recognized it first? Me. Because okay. Bo's never seen my pre. No, I know. But did he see the the new one and was like, wait. Oh, I, I can't remember how it went. But I was like, I think those are my pre-reduction boobs. And they were monstrous. They're scary. They were. No, but they were ginormous and they hung down to like my belly button they were two different sizes my nipples went in different directions like I can't believe I like ever had sex before my (laughs) breast reduction I can't believe I had the confidence to ever like do anything at all you didn't know any different that's true also dudes don't care I don't probably love it but I you know okay yeah you know you know (laughs) anyway I highly recommend um I think I answered 
Yeah. I mean, the, I think she just wanted to know your experience. I, I think if you're at the point where you've been like thinking about it for a while, you should probably just talk to your doctor and like see. Yes. 100%. You know? Alrighty. It is no secret that Bo is the, the chef, the cook in the house, but he's not here 24 seven all day, every day. Sometimes he's out. And that means that I'm in charge of cooking, which is like, it's problematic. Okay. Because I am not the best, but I'm not just cooking for myself now. I have a child that I need to feed and make sure she's okay. So for moments like that, we always have a few HelloFresh boxes in our refrigerator, like pretty much at all times. Um, If you don't know what HelloFresh is, with HelloFresh, you get farm fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. So skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. And that's why it's America's number one meal kit. Let me explain you guys. You know, when you feel like you want to cook something and you want like balanced meals for yourself or your family, like you have to like go and find recipes, then drive to the grocery store, then get a million ingredients and it's expensive. And then when you get home, you're like, oh, I forgot that one ingredient that you have to leave and go back to the grocery store. No, with HelloFresh, there is none of that. And there's over 40 weekly recipes for you to choose from, but you can also choose from over a hundred items to round out your order from snacks and easy lunch to desserts and pantry necessities. So no more scouring the grocery store for that one ingredient to complete your recipe. And you know what I just found out that I'm going to use the next time I have um, like throw a party or have people coming over just like having a get together. I didn't realize that uh, with HelloFresh Market, you can order like crowd pleasing appetizers, snacks, sides and more just for your parties and things like that. So how easy is that? So go to HelloFresh.com slash Stasi 16 and use code Stasi 16 for 16 free meals plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash Stasi 16 and use code Stasi 16 for 16 free meals plus free shipping. Alrighty, next question. Hey, Stassi. Um, this is Laura calling in from Baltimore. Um, first of all, congratulations on your new tour. I got to see you in Philly a few years ago, and I can't wait to come back and see you again, um, maybe D.C. this time. But I'm calling because I need some help. I need some relationship advice, I think. So I've been with this fantastic guy for three and a half years now. Um, we've been living together for three years. We have an adorable puppy together named Bubbles because of my love of champagne. And everything is literally perfect in a relationship. We have friends in common. Our families love each other. We like to travel together. The only thing is, he hasn't proposed to me. It's been three and a half years. What the heck is going on? We've talked about it a little, but there's no ring in sight at this point. Um, he keeps promising me it's coming, it's coming. Don't worry, don't worry. But like, literally, what do I do? I'm in my, I'm 32, going to be 33 this year. And I need to know what the heck, like, what's my next step? So thanks for any and all advice you guys can offer. Talk to you later. Bye. All right, Laura, first of all, well, two things first. Um, so excited that you're coming again in Philadelphia. I'm honored Fun. that you're coming. You came twice um, Two, Lo and I both love that you named your dog Bubbles because so you love champs. So cute. I feel like that's something Marie Antoinette would do. Totally. Like that is just like vibes, goals. Like, yes. Okay. Now, 
Obviously, I can't give you any insight into what your boyfriend is thinking because every relationship is different. Yeah. Everyone has their reasons for while they're waiting or rushing into things or how they feel. I am not a mind reader. I have no idea what your situation is. All I can do is is relate to you and and use my personal experiences mm-hmm. to help you to calm the fuck down. <laughs> Okay, do Laura. as she says, not as she did. Yes, do as I say right now, <laughs> not as I did in the past. Because she was a psycho. The, the summer that Bo proposed, I was maniacal. Mm-hmm. And I regret that so much because it's <laughs> it doesn't get you anywhere. First of all, it doesn't help the situation. It doesn't make your boyfriend want to propose more when you're going crazy on him. And it doesn't help you to go like your mental health or emotional health to like be worrying and going crazy about it. Like no one wins when you're so focused on it. Like no one wins. Why do you think you did that? Because I witnessed several an argument because of that. I think because, okay, if I'm going to be completely honest, Mm There's it's a few things that are like it's like the perfect storm of a few things that made me like this. One is I I the number one thing I've wanted for myself my whole life is children. Mm-hmm. So like I was getting like getting older. And two, I knew that no matter what, the proposal had to be on Vanderpump rules because that was my career. That was like my life. Like any of our big moments, that's just what it was. It wasn't like an option. Right. For us to be proposed to off camera in like Bo knew that my the producers had like had this conversation with him. So I feel like I was spiraling because filming was almost over and it wasn't happening. And if it didn't happen that year, that would have meant that I had to wait a whole nother year and I was ready to have babies. Right. And so like it ate me up being like, I can't wait for this. I can't wait for this. I can't wait for this. But like girl, you don't have a reality show breathing down your neck. (laughs) This could literally happen at any moment. Well, and I do. She said she was either 32 or 33, 32 going on 33. So I get the age thing. Yeah, the age thing. Yeah. However, it does seem like there's a ring in sight because if you're saying he said like, it's coming, it's coming, don't worry. He's literally telling you that it's coming. Yeah. Lady Laura. (laughs) Laura. Lady Laura. That's actually really (laughs) cute. cute. Change your handle right now. At Lady Laura. That's really cute. (laughs) Lady Laura. It is coming. I think it's coming too. It's and it sounds like you guys have such a wonderful relationship. Like zero, like major problems. Like obviously every couple has like their issues, but it sounds like everything is aligned for you guys to have this like stable, healthy relationship. Mm -hmm. So just like stick with it right now. And the fact that he's telling you it's coming, he would have to be a monster. To tell you it's coming and not mean it. Did Bo tell you it was coming? Yeah, but like this is the the thing. And did you listen to him? But I just gave you my reasons why. Because (laughs) I thought I was like, oh, no, like this is the year of Jackson Brittany getting married. So maybe he's not going to propose this year. Right. And I'm like, bro. I can't wait another year because I want more than one kid and I'm getting older. So, Laura, as I said, do, do as she says, not as I do. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Hang in there. Hang in there. And, and please report back yeah. when it does happen. Send us the ring. Send us the invite to the wedding. Ooh. <laughs> All right. Next question. Hi, Stassi. Um, I know that you have a parasocial relationship 
with Meghan Merkel in the same way that I have a parasocial relationship with you. And I was wondering, on your perfect day, should Meghan Merkel be forced to be friends with you? What would be the perfect girlfriend day hang that you would make Mer- Meghan Merkel fall in love with you? What would you do? How would you host her? Okay, that's my question. Bye. All right. I am really fucking into this question. This is so good. Because it, it's like living out a fantasy, I guess. But I'm I'm struggling a little bit with all the activities that I would do. Okay. Well, so first question is like, where would this perfect day take place? Well, no shit. Okay. But is this LA? I don't know. Is it? Well, then now it has to be because ideally it would be Oh my god. Yes, let's do LA. <laughs> okay. Let's let's do LA. Okay. Um Okay. So when would the day start? The day would start midday at lunch and we would go to the polo lounge. Ooh. But we would bring Archie Hartford and Lilibet. Because Hartford and Lilibet are two different people. Yes. That's <laughs> just you guys if clear that if up. You're, if you're new here, there has been a rumor for the last year. That I lent Hartford to Meghan Markle and Prince Harry in order to pose as Lilibet because Meghan doesn't either Meghan doesn't want a real photo of Lilibet out there or because um, she didn't actually have a baby. But everyone thinks that Lilibet is Hartford and that I lent Meghan Hartford. We literally saw a tweet today. Yeah. A new one. A new one. Somebody putting pictures of Stassi Bone Hartford in a cornfield next to Megan and Archie in a cornfield being like, hmm, funny how the setting appears to be the same. We see what's happening here. Time to come clean. Yes. Terrifying. Okay. Okay. So all of you would go you to guys, the it's like, No, it's like my favorite. It's my favorite rumor that has ever. Oh, no, like, it's great. I, 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 if I, I wish I, one would think I made this rumor up. I love it so much. Right. Like, we couldn't even think like that, no. though. Like, that's, I of mean, course we thought they looked similar. No, totally. But it, it's fucking goals scary. to have that rumor out there. Anyway, but we would also, it wouldn't be just us. Prince Harry and Bo would be there. And also Doria and my mom, Dana. Oh, wow. Because I would want Megan and I to like, and Harry and Bo, like Bo's so good with people. Uh-huh. Bo's like really good at making friends. Like everyone likes him when they meet him. Like he's great at socializing, making conversation. And Harry seems like he has Bo's vibe. Totally. So like, I feel like they would get along so well. And while I want our kids to hang out, I want to also socialize. So we would need Doria and Dana so there. So the grandmas can watch the kids. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. it would start off like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and we would have like, of course, like some cocktails. Oh, it was like the McCarthy salad. Well, yeah, the McCarthy salad. <laughs> we would definitely get the crab cake, maybe split uh, souffle. What do you think she drinks at like brunch? Mimosas. Oh, basic. I feel like she's really basic. Okay. But like in a good way, in like sure. a way that I like. Yeah. In a way you, that's me. What would you have? Non-pregnant. Um, non-pregnant, Aperol spritzes. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, that's like all I want in life ever. <laughs> like, like really morning, noon, and night okay. until I die. Just give me Aperol spritzes Great. and I, I'd be fine. Um, so after that, our kids would obviously have to go back with the grandparents to take their naps. Mm-hmm. Now I'm struggling on what to do here. It's like, do we, st- I think we stay a group. Okay. Because it takes the pressure off being like, are we like, do we really get along? Are we like that great of friends? Like, could we really be good friends? Like it might like if the boys were to leave too, mm-hmm. it might be too much pressure on me and Megan. Okay. To like really like 
you know, like what if there was like one something that we didn't like agree on? It would like it would I, kind of like highlight that awkwardness if we were alone. Fair. I just feel like she's so easy breezy that like even if there was something, she'd be like, oh, don't worry about it. And That's like, a really good point. Going, That's you know? a good point. So this is where I'm struggling with what, with what we would do next as a group. Well, I, but like this is the thing. I also think we stay a group because Bo is an asset. Right. He's an ally in in this cause for me to like be friends. He with makes them. you more likable. Yes. <laughs> so we keep him around. We keep Harry around. Okay. What activities are there to do in Los Angeles? Well, if you're already in Beverly Hills, we don't need to stay in Beverly Hills because like I don't want to go shop around Beverly Hills. It's like lame. Would you want to go to another restaurant? Would you want to like trek no, that up would to be Malibu dinner. to like somewhere with a view for like a cocktail? No, you know what I, this is what I would do. I got it. What would you do? I would say we're all going to go get um, like funny, like, like baseball hats or like bedazzled baseball hats. I did this once with Bo when we went to Universal Studios. Okay. And we're going to go on like, um, a Hollywood tour. Oh, that's fun. So it's an activity. We could either do like a bus tour mm -hmm. and like just have fun on the bus or we could go like in like they could be in disguises so that so with the hats. I'm picturing like the Kardashians when Chloe, Kylie and Kendall like did the prosthetics. No, that takes too long. <laughs> okay. I just mean like a fucking baseball. Like just like we would a, all be recognized in like 3.2 okay, seconds. Okay, like good enough. Then we'd get like sweatshirts, Hollywood sweatshirts, whatever. Just like things. Also, no one's, let's just say we walked down Hollywood Boulevard and yeah. like went into Ripley's Believe It or Not Museum, the Wax Museum. No one would expect to ever see us. So like, I don't think we'd be. I wouldn't be recognized, but I don't even think they wouldn't be recognized. I do. There's is, probably okay. a wax figure of them in there. This is a dream. This is a fantasy. Okay, 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 okay. 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 So I just, I just feel like going from restaurant to restaurant can be kind of dull. Mm -hmm. You need to put an activity in there. And shopping is just like not as fun anymore. I prefer to do that online. Okay. I just like don't get the same joy anymore out of shopping in person. And I'm not really big on hiking. <laughs> no, really? So, and it's not Christmas time. I mean, is it, time. is it though? What oh if my God, it was? Is it? This is my dream. <laughs> this is your dream. Ideal day. Oh my God, you guys, the sky's the limit. Wait, is it Christmas? Are we going to the Grove? No, she the definitely Americana? would be recognized there. She would know. She would totally be recognized what if there. The, in this dream, she's not recognized and neither are you. No, because I want the dream to still be realistic. Oh, okay. Okay. So then... Okay. Let's just say it's Halloween time. I prefer Halloween time in this scenario. Okay. okay. So after we have our fun little day doing Hollow um doing the Hollywood stuff, then it's time to like go back to our respective places where we can like get ready. Mm -hmm. We take our kids. No, kids can't go to a haunted house. They're too young. They could have gone to a pumpkin patch in the afternoon. We can we could maybe do that. But we could, okay, just the four of us, me, Bo, Megan, and Harry, we could go to like Haunted Hayride, the Haunted House is there, mm -hmm. or Universal Horror Nights, and then end. I figured this one out. And like, I really hate that Sandoval and Raquel went here after the reunion because like, this is my place, okay? Which place? I'd want to go to Musso and Frank after. Oh. End the night. And just FYI, my grandparents had been taking me there since I was a little kid. It was like a, a Schroeder family place. Oh, yeah. It's a staple in old Hollywood. Yes. Yeah, like you go there and like 
families have been going there for like decades and the same people still work there that have worked there for like fucking 50 years. And, and it's like a place that I think about my grandmother whenever I go to, and it's just so cool and old Hollywood classic. And I just feel like it's just so my vibe. You know that they have apparently the most authentic fettuccine Alfredo. So fun fact about me, I don't like fettuccine Alfredo. Who are you? I don't know. Okay, well, fun fact, Marilyn Monroe went to Italy to shoot a movie and she came back to Musso and Franks and was like, I had this pasta with white sauce and the guy's name was Alfredo in Italy. And they called this dude to get the recipe. That's like the folklore for Musso and Franks. What great folklore. Yeah, it's like on their website and everything. You could read about it. That is so fun. They called to get like the original alfredo recipe and then they put it with a fettuccine that's so cool i hope that's true me too i'm gonna believe it well so i feel like we would have like a fun haunted house excursion Mm -hmm. again another activity so you're not just eating at restaurants yeah and then we'd end on like a late night dinner at musso and frank's and again i'm so annoyed that sandoval and raquel like now when people hear musso and frank's if they've seen vanderpump rules they think of tom and i mean i didn't even know that I choose not to associate them with there because I love that restaurant. Okay, great. Well, that's what I would do. Wow. I think that's a really good day. That's so fun. Right? Now, I just have a weird curveball question. Okay. Like, if it was Blake Lively instead of Meghan Markle, like, would the day change? Or is that just your ideal fun L.A. day in October? I think that's in just, October? it wouldn't change. I think that's just, like, my ideal, like a fun day like wow what a great day we had now i could maybe swap out the hollywood tour Mm. for some another activity i feel like you're cooler than that no but that's the thing i've been begging bo to do this a hollywood tour i've been dying to go into ripley's believe it or not dying to go to the wax museum like sometimes when we're with hartford and we're like about to go to the grove i'm like why don't we just have like a hollywood boulevard day like how fucking random why doesn't he want to he's like it's not that safe. Where are we going to park? He's like, it's, it could be, I feel like we need to plan for it a little bit more. I'm like, okay, excuses, excuses, excuses. But like, sometimes being a tourist is really fun. That's true. I've never done a Hollywood tour here because I've lived here. Oh, they're it fun. It could be fun. Yeah. I think I would want to do the TMZ one. I mean, I disagree. Why? <laughs> because I'm not into like, I would. That's the actually the last tour I would oh, do. Oh, you want the history? Uh, yeah, I want like yeah, Hollywood yeah, yeah, history. Yeah. I, I wouldn't want like Kardashian pop culture tour. I don't give a fuck what's like where Kaya Gerber is hanging out right now. I guess that's true. I'd want to. I would want to do like an old Hollywood tour. Maybe like um a haunted LA tour. That would be fun. You know, something like that. You should do one of those like on and off the bus things so you can go into the haunted places. Yeah, I just think that that would be a really fun activity for me and Megan. <laughs> great <laughs> and Bo could bring like flasks mm-hmm. this is I'm not pregnant in this dream right this is too fun okay let's <laughs> final question final next question next one what a great question that was, was. alright <laughs> hi Sassy my name is Megan um, and I just want to say I have loved you from the beginning of Vanderpump Rules I know that Vanderpump is kind of like a weird thing for you but your relationship, your growth on the show, and you and Bo truly are relationship goals. I am recently out of a seven-and-a-half-year relationship with a man that I truly thought that I was going to spend the rest of my life with. Um, I'm now living on my own. Hashtag, I don't know, solitude, I guess. 
um, I listened to your podcast with Jay Shetty, and you really talked about how important solitude was. So for a 27-year-old who's now living on her own, kind of like life just turned upside down, what are your sort of, I guess, steps or tips on how to reach that solitude and that internal growth that you need um, to be on your own and learn to love yourself and just deal with life as things change. Um, So love you and Bo. Congratulations on your baby boy. I can't wait to see photos. So love you. Bye. All right, Megan, absolute great question. Um, I'm sorry that I'm not I'm so well I'm sorry that like your relationship didn't work out the one that you thought would like I know that's hard especially over seven years that's really difficult I will say this this is a good place to start and just recognizing this fact you're 27 that is young Young. fuck and you say you've been in a relationship for seven and a half years so you have spent all of your 20s Mm -hmm. in a relationship and so much of your 20s is is could experimenting experimenting figuring out what you like and don't like yeah because yeah. like you don't you you might just like think you like certain activities because it's what you and your your boyfriend did together boyfriend she said boyfriend not yeah. not girlfriend right no I'm pretty sure it was boy- boyfriend well I don't know if she said but your partner I think he said he I think she said he okay, I just yeah. want to I don't yeah. want to like mess it up <laughs> um so like there are things that even types of movies that you think is like the genre that you like, it might not actually be what you at your core genuinely like. It yeah. might just be what you're you're comfortable with because it's what you and your significant other did together. Mm-hmm. So recognize the fact that it's it's now your time. Right. It is your time to be selfish. It's your time to figure out exactly what it is that you like exactly what it is that makes you happy that gets you excited and then another like a a good place to start in terms like after like recognizing that fact is make your new apartment or your new home your happy place so fun like put thought effort care attention into it decorate it exactly how you want to decorate it don't think about anything else don't think about what he would have liked don't think about well if you go on dates will you want to bring a guy back here no don't even bother with that yeah what do you what what do you want to wake up in every day what do you want to hang out in every day like i that was like the first step like when patrick and i broke up Mm -hmm. one of the million times and i got my own apartment like I put I spent so many hours decorating my apartment exactly what I wanted it to to look like. And it made being alone and they're fun. Mm-hmm. Like it made being home alone fun. It made like not having a boyfriend fun because I'm like, I love this environment so much that like nothing about this is making me sad. I love that like I can eat embarrassing foods while I'm watching embarrassing TV and like do whatever bad habits that I had. Like I could just fully like live in it and no one was there to tell me what to do or make me feel weird about it like there are no rules in your life now yeah like you have spent your all of your 20s having to consider somebody else and you no longer have to consider somebody else's feelings or thoughts like it is literally you're gonna live your life based on solely what you want to do when you wake up in the morning on a saturday you can do whatever the fuck you want (laughs) you don't have to look over at someone and be like Hey, so what do you want to do today? Should we? No, 
you want to take a trip? I'll also suggest this. Mm-hmm. When I became single, I would just take random weekend trips to Santa Barbara. I would like just book a hotel, like a nice one that like made me feel like, oh, this is special. I would go by myself and just like drive for an hour and a half to Santa Barbara, go to restaurants by myself, go on walks, go to a spa, maybe go shopping and and just being in a hotel room where you have room service and there's like a it, it's just there's so many things that you get to do that you didn't get to do before because you had to consider somebody else. Yeah. And I would say like do like get little treats for yourself. Like I love to get like a really nice candle like and actually spend my time smelling the candles and like picking the one I want. Or if you're at, at the grocery store and you want to get yourself like a bouquet of flowers, like go that extra mile to make your home not only like decorated, but like the little Things you get to do in it are treats too. Yes, romanticize your life. Romanticize your life. Don't rush through anything. So when you are picking out a candle, don't rush Take through it. Time. Take your time and, and like, really enjoy that you are alive and the sun is shining and people love you and and you get to pick out a fucking candle right and now. And like buy the second one if you can't decide. Buy them both and put it in the closet so you have a backup. Yes. Like do those little extra things for yourself. And pay attention to to the fact that you can you have you now have more time to spend time with other people that you may not have been able to before because being in a relationship takes up like 90% of, of of someone's life and rightfully so because you're committing to another human being and being in a relationship with them but now like the friends or, or family members that you haven't been able to like spend that much time with you get to now yeah go on little like day excursions with them go out to dinner go on little mini trips there's just say yes to everything now not everything like if you don't don't say yes to like Weird drugs things. or you know whatever it is like weird shit like you don't want to get kidnapped yeah but but start saying yes to more opportunities or when somebody asks you to do something or if somebody comes up to you and introduces themselves to you and you know they're not a murderer like maybe give a chance yeah give people a chance it's just you're in a place in your life right now it, it's such a beautiful place it's like my favorite place and i can't wait for hartford to be at this place in her life where she's old enough to like really form who she is like 27 you're old enough to form who you are and you don't have anyone else to tell you who you are or to influence that so you get to decide who you are and that is just such a glorious thing and I just will never forget that time in my life I cherish that time in my life and all the alone time that I had you grow so much as a person and you just become more comfortable with yourself because you just recognize the things that make you you and you just start living for yourself. And it's fucking amazing. Yeah. Some people don't get that opportunity. Yeah. And then they live their whole life and end up being in like their 50s being like, wait, what? Yeah. Who, who am I? What do I like? Like, shout out and to you, Jay Shetty. His book was yeah, literally great totally. on that. And it sounds like you're taking his solitude advice correctly. Like, and, this and, is the purpose of it. And literally, like... Your life can go in a million different directions right now. You can be anything you want to be. That's exciting. Like It is so exciting to think about. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Report back. Seriously. <laughs> All right, guys. I just heard doors slamming upstairs, which means that Hartford is home. You know, thank God I have a job that I actually really love doing. Mm -hmm. You know, shit could be worse. Coming down here to do this podcast, shit could be way worse. I yeah. enjoy podcasting. 
but I miss my baby and I'm ready to go hug her and kiss her. And thank you guys for listening. <laughs> um, feel free to call in and leave uh, voicemails for next month's poured out episode. Lo, thank you so much for doing this. Of course, you're welcome. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.